0: St. Thomas Aquinas, we will see today, we'll speak, we'll talk about the power of God in this videocast. Using St. Thomas Aquinas' question 25 of the Summa Theologiae, he does have a work specific on God's power. The question is disputate de potencia Dei, which is intrinsic, you could say, to be able to understand his theology. Nevertheless, because of constraints of time and simplicity, we will only be speaking about the themes in question 25, the first part of the Summa Theologiae. In English, we can appreciate the difference between the terms potency and power. However in Latin, we would only have the word potencia or potency, which is a technical word. It has technical definitions in the philosophy of Aristotle, Aquinas, and even the scholastics. The principles of act and potency that are discovered by Aristotle are fundamental in order to understand reality. And these are refined in the Middle Ages, especially by St. Thomas Aquinas. And they are very important, if not essential, in order to understand creation and in order to understand the Creator. Potency as simple possibility is necessary, one could say necessary, is required for creation as such, but it doesn't explain passive potency of something that already exists that can change substantially or accidentally, that can move towards something, that can be going somewhere else. The artist does not create the statue from nothing. He creates it out of pre-existing substance, out of marble, or clay, or wood. And this wood, this marble, must have a certain potency, capacity to change. A passive potency, we say. In order for the genius of the artist to make either a Venus or a Pietà, this is a requirement, as well as the potency, the active potency in the artist. His power, we could say, to make or to produce a form in the pre-existing matter. God, on the other hand, needs nothing in passive potency when he creates out of nothing. His active potency is so perfect, it is so much in act, that he can create anything Out of nothing. God's active potency or his power is pure perfection and thus is identifiable with his essence, with his very being. He is power itself. Nothing can be acted upon in God, he is immutable. There is no imperfection found in him. Unlike in creatures, the agency of God, his power, is unlimited, infinite, without boundaries, as we have seen when we speak of his other attributes. In other words, this unlimited power is why we say God is omnipotent. He can do all things. All things are radically possible to him. And he cannot be impeded in any way. He cannot even be impeded by his own power. The meaningless question that can tickle the folly of any wannabe atheist, or anyone with the time and the fancy to find imperfection and even contradiction in God, is easily refuted. As children We may have been asked if God can make a rock so heavy that even he cannot move it. Or whether he can make a round triangle or a squared triangle. These nonsensical and properly childish questions are easily answerable because both these examples deal with things that are inconceivable they cancel themselves out as ideas. No intellect could think them to exist at least outside of placing nonsensical terms together. God creates with wisdom. His creations are true and have a reason to exist in the mind of God and in themselves if given substance. The creation of anything that contradicts the Omnipotence of God is a contradiction in itself and thus a non-being. It is nonsense. There is no sense, no wisdom, and everything that God does is with wisdom. No rock can resist suffering God's omnipotence, and the round triangle by definition is even conceptually impossible. God could not sin by creating the impossible. He cannot stop being God. Perfect. This is due to his perfection rather to anything lacking in him that he cannot contradict himself. Contradiction is non-being. All that God d- does is according to his perfect wisdom and will, according to the diffusion of his goodness. All that God has created, He has created from His eternal providence, and it cannot be undone. Not even by Him, because He has not willed it to be undone. He has willed it from all eternity. God is faithful, and is always and will always be faithful. God may punish Adam and Eve, exile them from paradise, but He does not undo the history of man's fall by erasing it as it never happened. God does not forget. God does not remake reality, forgetting what has happened before. Instead, he redeems the injustice brought into the world by man through the offering and sacrifice of God made man. God does not contradict himself in creating. And he does so freely, without constraints, in any way. He can create, and he is free to create, and he is free not to create, even if he has decided to create. God does not need creation to be God. He does not need to create to be God. Or, God does not need to create to be good. He already is. He contains all perfection and gains nothing from creation. God, omnipotent, deigned to create the universe in a certain way. He could have done it in many other ways, yet he has not. Voltaire's Candide rightfully mocks the view that the world we live in is the best of all possible worlds. God's freedom is not constrained even by the creation of a perfect world. He certainly could have created the universe according to greater or lesser levels of perfection. Yet we must say that since we live after the fall, we are ignorant of the universe as God created it before man's sin a universe free from original sin and its effects. Nothing limits God's divine wisdom and creative power, but it is also true that nothing exhausts his divine perfection and power. God could and can make more perfect creatures, but he is under no compulsion to do so. He is utterly free to create the universe ordained by his eternal and ineffable wisdom. Certainly, all that He creates is suitable to His purpose in creation, for it stems from His wisdom and His love. The power of God is above our own, and it is so difficult to understand because it's so profound, it's so high, and we have no experience of it, that we, when we say God is omnipotent, have very little idea what it means. Thank you for listening to this videocast, and we will be here after a week or two weeks, I believe. It's marked on the Twitter page.